0: Jung thought of the self as a four-dimensional entity that that extended across time and space. That was the totality of you.
1: It's the absence of consciousness that
0: is creating terminal
1: crisis. The ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self.
0: We are the ones we have been waiting for our world needs us now hello and welcome to the connect and evolve podcast my name is Ben Holt and it is an honor to introduce you to some of the greatest health and wellness experts artists spiritual teachers and innovators of our time the intention of this podcast is to provide you with the necessary tools and understanding to create a beautiful life full of empowerment abundance and sovereignty for you and your loved ones Through conscious conversations and guided experiences, we will be expanding to new horizons and discovering what it means to be fully expressed. So thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, let's dive in. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I appreciate you so much for being here, taking the time out of your day to listen to this beautiful conversation with a dear brother of mine, But before we get into the details of today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors. We are brought to you today specifically by Sacred Embodiment Retreats. These are our beautiful retreats in the heart of Sedona, Arizona, the vortex of the planet Earth, one of them, one of many, but my favorite personally, the beautiful Red Rocks, they share so much magic, inspiration, creativity, awakening, expansion, and healing for all those who journey there. And we open up a container for 10 to 12 people about five times per year to come into this beautiful, this beautiful environment and this beautiful place in nature to really expand on all levels of being mind, body and spirit and we have a come uh, a retreat coming up this may may 26th through 30th and we have two spots left available for this retreat so if you feel called to yoga breath work qigong movement dance connection if you're coming out of this as mr biden would call it a dark winter if you feel like it was a dark winter for you and you're ready to really spring into action and to reconnect with your tribe with humanity, with that deep feeling of peace tranquility within to plant seeds of health wealth and abundance and to release any you know programming and any narratives and any habits that no longer serve you if you're ready to really make that leap then i invite you go to connect forward slash retreats and go ahead and schedule a connection call with me so we can hop on the phone and see if this is the right fit for you our dear participants who have journeyed with us in the past They've experienced incredible transformation in the best way. And for all my facilitators out there, we all need a reset. Myself personally, I try to go on a couple of retreats per year. I do multiple trainings per year, and it's just necessary for our health and well-being. So go to connectandevolve.com forward slash retreats if you're interested in joining us for five days in the heart of Sedona. All right. Thank you so much. My My guest today is an extraordinary human being. He is totally extraterrestrial. I mean, this gentleman—he's a big inspiration of mine, musically, spiritually, in every way. I'm just totally blown away, blown away by this this guy. And yeah, I'm—it's such an honor to sit down with him and have this conversation today. There's multiple times in the conversation when you hear me just be in awe of this guy. So, <laughs> and apologies for the audio—I didn't have my mic on me. We just decided to do this last minute. It was kind of on a whim. So. Um, I don't have the beautiful, crispy audio, but the the potency of the conversation is still there. So I really hope you enjoy, and I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on it. Please enjoy this conversation with the one and only legendary, Elijah Ray. Elijah Ray, how are you doing, brother?
1: Aloha, bro. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be, to be present with you in this moment.
0: Aloha, brother. Absolutely. So I know we, we just recently met, brother, but I got to say that your your energy there's very few people that i meet where their energy is is that very very present you know mm. i i can tell immediately that you have really done the work to open your heart and ground in and maybe do the work in the astral realms as well as well but you've really integrated it back into your body. So, I just want to say thank you for the work that you've done for yourself because it's benefiting everyone else as well.
1: Wow. Well, thank you for thank you for noticing. Thanks for that reflection. And as you know, it's a uh, moment to moment, breath to breath, lifelong journey and I I feel like a like a newborn baby, you know, every day <laughs> just like wow, how can I get into this skin even more, become even more occupied, present, connected, and, and presence truly is the path. So yeah, I really appreciate your words there.
0: Mm, that's beautiful. And you're, you're tuning in now from the beautiful island of Kauai, correct? I
1: am. Yeah, Kauai has been my home for over 14 years now. And wow. I was on Maui for five years before that. So these islands have really taken me in. I've been really honored and, and feel very privileged to, be, to call uh, this land
0: home that's beautiful man i can't even imagine i've been to big island maui uh honolulu the one of the only islands that i haven't been to is Kauai, and i hear Uh it's the most magical
1: yeah i mean you know it's not a competition right it's like (laughs) it's all it's all part of gaia's body i sometimes think of of the earth and these different lands and i think it's it's kind of cute how we I, i do this too it's cute how we kind of like we put this meaning on different lands sure. as they like, you know, Oh, Oh, you're there. Oh, I'm over here. And Ooh, it's like, yeah. it's all one body. Right. So it's yeah. just kind of like, Oh, you're on the hips. Like, Oh, that's nice. I'm, I'm up here on the shoulder, you mm-hmm, know, and I'm, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm in the so heart. We think, yeah. If we think <laughs> of her as like one being, then we're really just relating to these different pockets and, and entry points to, to her, to this realm, to this, mm. this plane. So I love, um, I love these islands because they definitely are, um, very ancient they feel like ancient mountain tops of a much larger being and if you look at the the topography and even what's under the ocean it's there's a lot of a lot of mystery magic and um I'll I'll leave it at that but I, mm-hmm. I definitely um I can't say Kauai is best but I do think she is the most crystalline uh, mm-hmm. because in a way if you think of all the islands are are in a way like chakras and um, yeah. and Kauai is is the crown jewel so I'll leave it at that.
0: That enough said, right? Drop the mic for Kauai. Mm. um Well, beautiful brother, and it's really interesting that you say that because um, right now I'm currently in a part of Louisiana. You know, circumstance has it to where I'm living mm. most of my time in a part of Louisiana that has lots of refinery plants. And uh-huh. for me, I'm just like, what the hell? You know, I've been all over the world. I've been to Hawaii. Mm. I've been the most beautiful spiritually charged places in the world, right? Again, creating that narrative and I'm here and it's, it's really interesting to me, but it's also really beautiful because originally I'm from here. So Mm. I, I noticed that, you know, to have the, to have the polarity of Gaia and to see the polarity of life on earth in this way has been really, really transformational. And one thing that it's really done is to aid in what you were just, just saying is, it's really taught me and shown me that it doesn't matter where you are in the world, mm. as long as you have love around you, community, mm. family, friends. As long as that's there, and you have your health and uh, the access to uh, a lot of the times healthy air and healthy food, mm. then you're it's you know it's all perspective from there. It's all you need. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were born in in Louisiana. Yes. I was born in Louisiana. I was born in a place called Alexandria, Louisiana, which is, ah yes, which is, yeah. So are you familiar?
1: I've not been there, but I, I've, I've been studying a lot of, of, you know, the U S and ancient history, alternative history. And there's a lot of really interesting sites over in that area that I've always wanted to go visit.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Are you, are you referring to like Native American sites around area in central Louisiana?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And even, even, um, further back in time than that, uh, there's there's been like the, I don't know if you've looked into the mounds um, mm-hmm. that have, have been, you know, there, there's this whole um, area of research right now happening online around Tartaria and uh, this thing called the mud flood that I, I found really fascinating. I, I looked into it for a couple of years and just found there was a lot of, um, let's just say gaps and holes in the in the timeline. Uh, and, and a lot of buildings and, and architecture that didn't really belong or fit the the narrative of the story of when they were apparently built that, that are found down in those parts. So I'll, I can send you some links that you can look into and um, you know go down that rabbit hole for yourself. We're not yeah. going to get into that uh, today, but <laughs> but I'll just say there there is a lot of interesting um, research uh, as we're entering the age of transparency. It does seem in every area of life, whether it's in medicine, uh, in in you know, looking at the fraud that is the the Rockefeller-funded medical system, or looking at the, the the history books that have been written by the the victors of the wars that don't really tell the whole story. There there is something happening. It seems like there's something afoot, which is um, people are really ready to see now uh, mm-hmm. behind the the comfort zone of the stories we've been fed, and and going a little deeper into. Alternative uh, timelines, alternative truth. And that's, that's pretty exciting because it, it just shows that we're ready to expand. Um, and so I'll leave it at that.
0: Absolutely. You know, I love, I love how you said it, the age of transparency. I've mm. never heard it called that before. You know, you hear the age of Aquarius, the golden age, the Dwarpa Yuga, you know, it has many mm. terms, many references, but the age of transparency, I, I love that. And, it makes so much sense because you know we look at 2020 what happened it's very apocalyptic mm. right Indeed. If, if we look at the the underlying meaning of apocalypse it's the unveiling right it's mm-hmm. just the veil being lifted for us to truly see and that's right it was quite a pill to swallow for a lot of people <laughs> mm. you know and it's been really hard for a lot of people and and i've been meeting more and more people that it's been really hard for and it's, it's really intriguing to me and makes me feel very blessed because I felt like the past two and a half years have been the best years of my life. I don't know about that. Mm. Mm. Um, and which is very strange because like you, it, it, I have to have an audience or, in order to work. Mm. right? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, especially with retreats, that means in person right yes um which can be very challenging but it's been the most beautiful and, and revealing two years of my life and so I'm curious what it's been like for you uh we we didn't even mention this but you're an amazing musician i just said art at the beginning i'm not sure if i mentioned music your music <laughs> is is awesome you like okay so let me just put it like this i love music music runs through me runs through mm-hmm. us all but i was i was lucky and blessed to be able to cultivate it at a younger age um, and it was nurtured. And I got to play in college in these amazing improvisational jam bands and we had just had the most amazing times and created amazing work, uh, music. And I noticed something about me as a solo artist and that is I like to do all kinds of stuff. I like to do sound baths, use my voice, use Native American flutes, use synthesizer sounds. And I also like to jam out. I love to play funk music and play bass, slap at a bass, and, uh, you know, I don't slap the bass, I use the keys, but you certainly (laughs) do, sir, Um, but I like to help people dance, and to create different styles of music, and for a long time, I wondered, I'm like, you know, everybody that you see, being a musician, most people, they stick to one niche, they stick to one style of music, and I remember telling myself not too long ago, you don't have to be like everyone else, or you don't have to be like those people who are doing that. You can do your own thing. You don't have to get famous. Just enjoy yourself. You know, I had to have this like sit down moment with myself. And then I listened to your music and I'm like, Elijah gets it. <laughs> he's, he's he's with it in the same way. So that was very inspiring to me um, mm. to see that, you know, the, the I'm, I might be uh, forgetting the name, the sound light. Mm-hmm. Sound light, yes. Yep. Movement one stillness, movement one opening. So you're there's five albums that are out right now with soundlight
1: yeah there's there's five volumes I've released so far of, of the soundlight uh transmissions and and what's really interesting about that uh series um, mm-hmm. is that it's it's kind of carved its own little niche like we were talking about before we hopped on here where it's become right. in a way a, a genre of its own and i I certainly didn't expect that anyone would listen to it or anyone would would like it i just it was the music that i would make when i was um let's say in prayer in connection Mm -hmm. in left to my own devices with my my studio and my my loop pedals all set up and i i started um being invited to do um sound healing with Mm -hmm. with a few individuals that were in my life who were going through some really hard times and i um, you know, just being a, a heart centered human, you, you, you do what you can for each other. Right. So sure. being a musician, I always saw the the healing effect that music had, no matter what the style was, whether we were getting people's booties to shake and lighten their load and feel good. And you just kind of see people get lifted a little bit by the sound over a course of a night, whether it's like you said, funk or jazz or R and B or, or, or even some like really good pop music can just make mm-hmm. you feel good because if it's a good, if it's coming from the heart yeah, and, what I've noticed is that when you put the intention of healing, mm-hmm. or upliftment, or uh, connection to your source, right, connection to Creator, if mm-hmm. you put that intent behind and in and through the sound and the notes that you're singing, mm-hmm. it's very felt and it has an effect on the room. And we all we've all seen Dr. Moto's work. We all
0: mm-hmm.
1: have at least a basic understanding by now that our sound and the very sound of our voice affects. Uh, the field, right? It creates structure. It literally does create geometries and shapes and color, uh, which which shapes and forms reality to reflect uh, back to us. So <clears throat> so exploring sound healing kind of led me down this path of seeing how, how deep I could go with just the sound of my voice and a few loop pedals in creating these realms that could kind of help drop people into a, mm. um, a field where they can um, – Come into an even more intimate connection with their inmost self, and I think mm. that's
0: really what it is. That's beautiful, brother. I, I think that might be the greatest description of of healing with sound, sound healing, sound baths that I've ever heard. Mm. To be able mm. to connect with a deeper part of the self, and it, it's so true. I I experience this often. You know, if your energy isn't in the right place, if your energy isn't mm. feeling pure, if you're feeling dissonant. Mm and you try to do something like a sound healing or a ceremony, mm-hmm. you feel it. And it's it's a felt sense in the room. The, the energy is palpable. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, this is why we learn the tools to regulate ourselves and bring ourselves back into that space of alignment. Because mm-hmm. um, whenever you are in alignment, and especially for me, when, it's, when I'm playing in major, when I'm doing something in major, doing something mm-hmm. in, in a, and for people who don't know that about music, you have either a major or minor sound to your music and, uh, it's based on the notes you play and in the sequence. And when I'm doing that, I feel my heart, especially with the flute, I feel my heart opening and that's whenever I notice the entire room begin to shift the entire energy (laughs) of the room completely shift. And so Mm. what I've been experiencing in my internal body, you just explained so well. And it's an honor, dude, to be able to talk Mm. to someone who really has, has really, I mean, you've cultivated, I feel like what I'm going to create in the next 10 years with music, you have already done. So you're, you pioneered that for for so many because I know I'm not the only one. Um, So thank you, bro. I appreciate it so much. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) It's
1: it's a, it's an honor to just do what feels most natural and and most effortless. And um, yeah, appreciate that.
0: Absolutely, brother. So I'm um, I'm curious, man. How how has it been for you for the past couple of years as a creator, as an artist? I know it's 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 been a rough go for many artists. So I'm curious how it's been for you. It's
1: been a wild ride, bro. Yeah, it's definitely been a wild ride. It's uh, asking anyone these days, "Hey, how you doing?" is mm-hmm. a pretty loaded question, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because uh, as we are in the middle of an apocalypse, and um, mm-hmm. and you you could even lens it, uh, to become aware of the fact that we are in, in some kind of a war or a battle of consciousness and whether or not we subscribe to, to violence or being in a war or relating to life as being a battle, uh, which mm-hmm. I, I generally don't, but it is helpful to notice what's on the, the game board right now and yeah. what's on the game board right now. is definitely, uh, um, there is a uh, a battle for our attention, for our very minds, uh, you might say for our souls yeah. and so as artists as heartists, as creators, as um, you know, humans who are inspiring and aspiring toward greater um, wholeness and balance and connection and enlightenment if you will if you're, if you're on the path and you're just seeking and feeling to like um, you know, refine yourself, then you've probably noticed that there is a lot of things pulling and pushing us uh, that are uh, potentially, um, uh, you know, distractions from the that really simple core focus of being a good person, of being a good artist, of putting out our music, of Least really simple things, you know, it seems like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that complicated to just, <laughs> if you love music, just yeah. make music and share your yeah. music. And then, you know, but it's not, it doesn't feel that, that uh, simple, yeah. especially this last couple of years, it got really crazy for, for those of us who uh, tour for a living, who, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've, I've lived 18 years now, uh, basically on and off the road in, in different um, variations of touring. And I, Um, I had a, a year of, of my tour dates were booked all through the year, you know, 2020. So it was, it was quite a, uh, quite a, a reroute and a pivot. And so I think, I think there were those of us as artists, I'll I'll just talk about artists and music since I'm a musician and an artist that those of us who, this is what we do for our lifestyle. Some of us pivoted, some didn't. So, and so there was different choice points that were made. And, and I noticed that for me, that pivot was, okay, I need to, I'm not going to stop creating. I'm never going to stop making music. I'm never going to stop making art. This is my life. This is who I am. It's not what I do for uh, just for my living. I just so sure. happen to to make a living from music and art. But it's actually, if there was no audience and no money ever came my way ever again, I would still be making music and singing songs, yeah, so that's that's course. how you know you're on the right path, right? If you if <laughs> you course. do it no matter what, so that's the first question I would like to ask everyone who's listening: is what is it that you would do no matter what? What is it that like mm. keeps you up at night, wakes you up in the morning, you think about all day, like your your soul is yearning to express itself through a form or a gift um, or a contribution that you know you're here to make for this time. Uh, so, um, so that all being said to, you know, to get to your question, it, it got real, it got real for those of us to kind of take a look at the patterns and the complacency that we've gotten into around, you know, I, I definitely took some things for granted, traveling, hopping on planes and flying over the planet, doing tours. I was like, (laughs) we never thought that would end. Right. And all of a sudden we're being told we can't do that unless we, you know, have certain substances in our body, experimental, I might add. And so, yeah, for me, I noticed that all of my work went um, a little more underground, a little more uh, humble, uh, very much uh, a deep sense of listening. And rather than putting out and moving, you know, there there was a balance, you might say, of um I was showing up a lot more online and and doing a lot more live streaming and and teaching, uh, which was part, that was part of my pivot. That's where I was going with that was instead of touring, I I really focused a lot more on uh, creating a couple different courses and, and just helping to connect to people through music and, um, and instruction. Mm -hmm. But also I, I just want to name and, and, you know, speak to the elephant in the room that I think for a lot of us, there, there was a lot of deep shadows that were, faced and, and are still being faced as we move through uh, this this apocalypse, I guess we could call it, which is leaving no stone unturned when it comes to um, our personal and our collective transformation. So certainly I, I've had my fair share of dark nights of the soul, of questioning mm-hmm. even my path as a, as a creator, as an artist. Um, definitely I've, I've questioned all of it. I've kind of just like turned over every stone and been like, show me what is the highest way that i can contribute to humanity at this time if it's not to be uh, an artist if it's to be a gardener then give me <laughs> give me some seeds and a plot of land and i'll do that yeah. you know and I, yeah. I i talk to the to the creator all the time like just show me you know show me the highest way to serve yeah. and um and you know thank goodness it, it keeps becoming more true that the songs keep coming Uh, I keep producing, Mm -hmm. I keep creating, and and somehow, you know, I think those of us who are here to create, to produce art, to be uh, messengers, you know, we have a role to play, and it may not be to stand up and sing on a big stage in front of a million people. It might just be to connect to those few people in your community. And mm-hmm. uplift them so that they, in turn, uplift their families and their their connections, their communities, and even like this, this one conversation with you today. Maybe there's a few people listening right now, who feel this sense of connection to you and I in this moment, and just want to invite you, if you are feeling that, to come a little closer to this roundtable and realize we're not just up here talking all disconnected from you. We're together. We are moving through this experience together as a family as mm-hmm. a human species, as brothers and sisters. And that's really where I found my power through this this last couple of years, where I found the most joy, the most inspiration, was just feeling the connection that was emerging mm-hmm. once we started actually noticing the disconnection from each other. It's interesting how that works. Yeah. Like a, a shadow will reveal itself. will all of a sudden... All our food's taken away and then we realize how much we loved food, right? All our mm-hmm. something's taken away, and we realize how much we appreciate that thing. So in a way, having gatherings and connections and festivals and and even just dance dancing together, sweating together, singing together, all of a sudden kind of taken away. yeah, I think is brought to our to the forefront of those of us who have eyes to see and ears to hear that these are not negotiables. These are not just extra things that we do, like gathering with the community, dancing, sweating, singing together. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. a, a medical professional or a shaman or an artist or an accountant. These things are crucial technologies to build and Absolutely. hone and refine consciousness and and health and healing together. Is mm-hmm. those technologies? So I really, um, I'm really grateful to see. Uh, that as we are becoming more transparent with ourselves and each other, that there is, I, I feel like, a return to some of these core principles in art, music, culture. Uh, tr- what what brings us closer to ourselves and, and to life and, and what pulls us farther away from it. And even though it's getting harder, for those of us who are doubling down and tripling down on our on our path, on our creativity, on our prayers, like mm-hmm. It's, it's also getting easier in a strange way. It's getting harder, yes. but it's getting more clear. It's getting yes. more complicated, but it's also getting more simple. And all these things are happening at once, which is why it's really hard to say how you doing, man. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. all of that well, <laughs> is true. At every given moment, it just depends on like where we're at in the cycle of it in that moment. So, yeah.
0: um, I don't know if that Absolutely. answers your
1: question, but that's a, a little, <laughs> maybe a little uh,
0: overview of the last couple of years for me. So perfect. I'm so glad I asked you that question. <clears throat> it was quite quite the loaded answer. Yeah. Uh, as you said. But um absolutely, man, I couldn't agree. And to just reflect on what you just said about, you know, it gets a little harder, but it also mm-hmm. gets a little easier. It gets a little more clear. Mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, as human beings, we're such an adaptable and malleable species. Mm-hmm. We are able to adapt to almost any situation and it's really quite beautiful how a very large portion of humanity has adapted to this mm-hmm. situation and with it getting easier and harder it's i really attribute that to our capacity growing mm-hmm. for all things right as our consciousness grows <clears throat> as our our health is is we're made more aware of how to be healthy in the body mm-hmm. as that grows so does the level in which we are able to let's just say, perform the, the, the level in which we are able to be, right? And so this is, this is what I'm seeing this is what I'm experiencing, same exact thing you just said. And I just feel like each and every day, I refine my capacity a little bit more, a little bit more, and I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to have the space in the home to where that is nurtured, you know? And, and like being in Kauai, being, I mean, what a nurturing place, like being in Sedona, Right, which mm-hmm. is totally the heart of Gaia, which is definitely the best place to be. Mm-hmm. If anybody did know, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. It's 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 beautiful, but um, you know I, I couldn't agree more with you, brother. And so, one thing that I got very curious about whenever you were just speaking was your courses. So mm-hmm. I'm super interested in 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 what you're doing in these courses. Are you teaching people how to create a musical production, mm-hmm. or or really tap into their own unique? sound or what is it that you're facilitating these courses
1: Mm -hmm. that's a great question i've i've put out a few different courses um and there's a a range of uh areas of exploration from uh looping um you know understanding the the basics and fundamentals and even advanced techniques around live looping production um and so that I think I did two two looping courses this last year, but what I Very am cool. what I'm most excited about and uh, and inspired is is this work, um, which is really dr- dropping people into a place where they can start to connect to their own voice. And there's mm-hmm. a there's a lot of um, vocal coaches and vocal empowerment I've noticed starting popping up over the last few years, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed a lot of that is, is kind of derivative to some of the, um, the master classes that I started putting on in this last decade uh, it, when it comes to connecting to your voice in a way that is deeper than just singing nicely, but, but right. more understanding that our voice is a tool and a, and a navigational mm-hmm. system for experiencing and creating our reality. Uh, and I and I know that sounds a little bit New Agey, maybe to some of you, but but you literally think about your voice as a vibration. It's like a magic wand that is kind of um, uh, attuning and um, and organizing reality. And so the mm-hmm. way you you speak does definitely shape the way you feel. If you're down on yourself all the time, and you're saying I'm not good enough inside of your mind, or even out loud at other people. Like you're going to start reflecting that if you were if you are. No matter what, saying "Hey, I'm doing better today," and today, you know, and and giving yourself the kind of spelling that's going to like lead you to an even greater capacity to experience the beauty and magic of life, you will do. Mm-hmm. You will experience the beauty and magic of life more mm-hmm. often. Um, Absolutely. And so, I know I'm not talking about the courses. You asked me directly about that's that, okay. but I'm I, as all of that as kind of a backdrop. I'll say that. I invite anyone who's really interested in coming into an uh, an intimate, deeper, uh, and more powerful experience of your own voice to check out um, this course that I uh, co-produced with a, a dear friend and fellow artist, Maria Stark, uh, and it's called Vocal Core Resonance. And Vocal Core Resonance um, kind of came out of a you know multiple years of exploring this this modality of spherical sound uh, and mm. and so really um speaking singing toning from a, a place where we are uh starting to attune to the spherical nature of our own field of the sounds that we make of our um, of the way that we navigate through life even just right now mm. you and i sitting here just like become aware that there's like a sphere our energy field around us right and just kind of notice it yeah. for a moment and those of you listening in and maybe if you'd like to we could just do one tone home and as we as we tone this this sound of home in just notice if that notice that sound fill your sphere and see if you can get the edges mm-hmm. of your sphere to glow and kind of occupy your space a little bit let this sound kind of fill in your space and like kind of claim it with the sound of home you want to try it absolutely all right let's do it let's do a big deep breath and we're just going to make the sound home and just Mm -hmm. tone this home into your sphere ready perfect go So with that single sound, one breath and one tone, we can kind of clear, occupy, locate, and even navigate in a, in a, in a way that allows us to experience a, a more wholeness paradigm of what's really going on inside and, mm-hmm. and in the space around us. And um, mm-hmm. getting uh, students and, and you know, fellow Jedis in touch with their own sound and then beginning to that's where the journey just begins right and then we can actually start to play and fly and learn things that we can do with it um so there's some everything from beginners to a very advanced adept kind of uh, it gets a bit wizardish at times when it comes to uh some of the tools and some of the uh the programs that i've taken now you know probably a over a thousand people have gone through, you know, some of the courses that I've produced in the last ten years. So it's really wonderful to feel this growing interest in sound beyond just an entertainment, right? Or beyond just something we hear on the radio and, and dance to. But like that there's something deeper here that the ancients, our ancestors, knew how the right use of sound was actually embedded into their architecture. Is embedded into their yeah. consciousness, into their mantras, into the way they, they pray, into the way they speak, into the way they create food and tapestries and art, and it was all a an expression of this congruent connection to mm-hmm. life itself. And those of us who you know have been on the medicine path, um, you know, you tend to kind of like um, see through the veils, and you start noticing textures, patterns that are very similar, and everyone start you know sees something similar when they get into that space and sound. Uh, Mm -hmm. very much organizes um, uh, reality and and shapes it. So once you become aware of that, you become a little bit less programmable by the control mechanisms Mm -hmm. that are definitely in play right now through frequency and and sound. And we'll we'll save that conversation for another time. Uh, But suffice (laughs) it to say, uh, I'm very passionate, (laughs) as you can tell, about sound, music, but also... um, you know, helping people get in touch with, with their tone home, their sound and their soul song. That's what lights me up.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. And so that's what your courses mainly contribute to is looping. And then what you're creating now or what's already out is something that can really have helped people to really understand that they cultivate reality with their voice and, and the words. They oh speak. yeah.
1: There, there's a few different, um, the, so the vocal core resonance, course is, is right. a, it's now been recorded and and you can actually take yourself through that course at any time uh you can visit uh my website elijah ray music and that should link you through to uh, band of light experience and all the different courses that we've put up there's also uh an upcoming course i'm about to film uh in march uh, as a part of the envision festival um and uh i'm going to be going a little bit deeper into some of the the more jedi-ish uh, ways that we can use sound to uh, to connect to and shape reality. So that's that's exciting. Something to look forward to.
0: I can't wait. And so you're you're going to? Are you debuting it at Invision Fest? Or are you going to just share it there? Are you filming? We're it We're filming
1: it uh, there together with their team, and uh, we'll be. I, we're, we're still working so, out the details, but I I think it'll be offered likely through their uh, new multimedia platform, and uh, and down the
0: road on my site as well. So beautiful i didn't know that they were creating a a media platform Mm -hmm. that's exciting it is exciting awesome awesome cool brother yeah you you made me reflect on um i I just love throwing you the bat and you just knocking out of the park man i just want to listen to you speak (laughs) (laughs) but you made me reflect on um this word abracadabra Mm. right our favorite word in magic Mm -hmm with my words I create and everything you just said, it just reflected back to, so I remember hearing that for the first time a couple of years ago mm. and the meaning of that word. And um, I think it was Mark England, he has Procabulary, this course mm. that I, I had heard about and had been wanting to get. And I noticed that, well, now that I know how you have courses, I'm, I'm super excited uh, to drop into them. But I, I noticed many times, you know, when I, growing up, let me just say, growing up, the choice of language and the way people smoke was, was not the mm-hmm. best. It was not the most conducive for the energy around mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I, I, you know, like any other human being, I grew up and, and began speaking like that myself. And um, yeah. I remember this really powerful feeling about five or six years ago of whenever I was speaking and just really for the first time ever noticing how these, you know, I was saying, uh, you know, I was complaining about something, but even the word, you know, fuck okay. and shit, they're so loaded. You know, these words are loaded. Like I made somebody cringe just now just by saying mm-hmm. them. And that energy has been harnessed throughout years and decades mm-hmm. and centuries of using those words in a way that is demeaning or or harmful. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you never notice. And it's something you know, we listen to it in pop music, we listen to it all movies. I mean, the word fuck is everywhere, yeah. right? You hear it all the time. And, and and it can be used in a way that does convey, um, not knocking it completely, convey passion, mm-hmm. but oftentimes it is mm-hmm. not. And so just reflecting back, I, I remember this feeling. And if you're listening yeah. at, at home or wherever you are, you can probably relate to this and, and maybe feel into an experience. When you speak these words, how does it make you feel? And how does it make the people around mm-hmm. you feel? Um, and just being aware of that. <laughs> Lately, when I hear someone else start to speak in that way, I, I start to feel this tension in my body. My soul knows that it's not right. Yes. And it's, you know, and with you speaking the way you are now uh, and sharing what you're sharing, I'm just thinking about like literally the words like slashing into the sacred geometry mm. that makes up <laughs> the air and the space around mm. us. Um you know, I I'm what I'm really curious of what that looks like now, you know, whenever the, the veil is lifted. And I'm curious if you have any experience with um particular expressions or words or um sayings that and, and how they really do affect reality in a deeper, more Jedi like way. Mm. I totally want to go there if you're up for it.
1: Absolutely. Yes. You know what occurs to me is is something that um you know, the the druids, uh, used to speak about, which was the, the energy behind the wind. And so instead mm-hmm. of looking at what's right in front of you, um, you know, a, a, a wizard or a Jedi, or let's just say someone who's, uh, attuned to the subtleties of life would, would look mm-hmm. not at what's right in front of them, but what's often one or two or even three steps removed from the thing that they're interacting with. Cause that's where the, the, the energetic that's actually setting into motion the the causal effect of, of what you are interacting with. So if we're interacting with, say, words, words do carry po- yeah. uh, potency. They are spells. That's why they call it spelling. But what I right. find is that you could say the word fuck, and yet it'll have very different effects depending on the energy that you're putting into it right your mm-hmm. intention mm-hmm. what you're thinking about when you say it the feeling that you have when you say it it could be uh everything from a turn on to somebody it could be um a challenge to somebody it could it could trigger Absolutely. somebody else and it could be um it make, make somebody laugh it could do all those different things mm-hmm. but that yeah. so is it the word that carries the power or is it the energy behind the mm-hmm. word the the intention uh the so Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I want to say because I, I actually get into this uh, conversation a lot with with other artists and musicians around the tuning, uh, the frequency of, of music. you know how you can tune to 440 is kind of this um, yes, let's say Standard, a standardized tuning. tuning that was uh, uh, given and, and you might even say imposed, uh by the church at, on a at a certain date they just said all the t- we're going to tune to this it's, this is a new standard and there's a lot of mm-hmm. um evidence that suggests that it's a very unhealthy uh frequency for our bodies it's let's just say it's not resonating with the earth and what a lot of instruments were tuned at before that time
0: uh right which is 432
1: correct and yet right. what i what i you know, I'd say that that's like the entry level conversation, right? If you if you want to go sure. a little further down the the hallway of that, it's actually you can. I would rather hear. I'll just like take it to the punchline. I would rather hear a heart centered, soulful artist who's connected, singing their heart out in four forty, which we're 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 told you know as you might say like. Uh, entry level, right in conscious community we're like, oh, but that's bad and, and this is good so we have to all all, all yeah, go to sure. this because that's bad. Well, is sure. it the tuning that's bad? I don't know. Yes. And there's this and with a little question mark and that question Big mark time. has a spiral and Big if you time. follow that spiral, it's the energy behind the wind is way more powerful and if you're seated there and you're transmitting from there, you can use any tool, any frequency, and, and yes, there's always I'm gonna just not say this is an absolute, but for the most part, you could use just about anything to create beauty, to create healing. You could pick up a banana, a banana and, a, and a stick and create something beautiful with them if your heart is in the right place, right. Um, so Absolutely. that all being said it's that's, that's a bit of a ramble. but I want to name one more thing that you you asked about. Um, yes. Which is when it comes to these words and spells and what do they do to the shape of reality itself, how do they affect the field? You can track this in your own body. You can track this in your if you're Mm -hmm. really attuned to your body. Right? You can feel the subtle energetic, and it can be sometimes even a tightening of your belly, a tightening up of maybe certain chakras will kind of like expand and open and close. Think about them. Think mm-hmm. about your body as this living orchestra of of um, receptive, adaptable, connected, reflective consciousness. And when somebody says mm. certain words, you can feel the energetic of them. Like you could feel right now, Ben. Yeah. If if um, if you ask me, "Hey, bro, how you doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, good, man." Yeah, really good. Yeah. And you're like, you said the words, yeah, and good, but I'm not feeling like you're good right now. And it's like, I'm just, my whole, <laughs> something's picking up, right? And then, yeah. likewise, I could say those exact same words, but with a different energy, and you would feel that. So,
0: right.
1: So, right. That all being said, pay more attention and center. Yourself in the energetic behind the words that people are saying to you. Notice even in media, in social media, if you're if you're like mm-hmm. looking at a post or like watching a video, just like step back a little bit and take in what's the energetic behind this, and then you'll start.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You might say um, tracking a different level of a conversation that's happening, and it is definitely, um, you know, magicians and. Um, both of the light and not of the light are, are definitely uh, having of conversations course. through um, these kind of front facing engines of media, sound. Um, you know, um, you know. Certainly, the news. I don't really watch news, but like you could just kind of feel the energetic behind it, and um, of course. So I'll I'll just pause there because I know I've spoken a lot and I don't know if I fully answered your question, but I I uh, I really appreciate you asking it, and it definitely sparks a lot for me.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, brother. No, it's a wonderful answer, and and like I said, I just I love hearing you talk about these things. It's 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 wonderful. Um, yeah, there's such a thing as a flat four thirty two, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's, there's it's there's such a thing as singing in a four thirty two, and mm-hmm. it's flat. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a thing, and like you said. Um, it it, that's a entry level uh conversation in the the, kind of the spiritual realm and you know but it is interesting because I have noticed when I play in 432 that it feels Mm -hmm. better to me when I when I tune my guitar or tune any instrument to 432 the the music is because you can listen to music and you'll notice it it'll make you feel good, make you want to dance and make you make you it'll Mm. make you feel good. Music does that. It's the coolest thing, and it's invisible. What an mm-hmm. irony. Um, and you can listen to music, and it just sounds, there's something about it. It just sounds a little mm-hmm. different, and it resonates from your fingers to mm-hmm. your toes, and you just feel it in your cells, and something about it feels so yeah. good. And I get that sensation when I listen to some music, mm-hmm. your music. I get the sensation when I listen to the I have seven Native American flutes all in 432 made by this amazing dude down in Arkansas. Makes incredible Native American flutes in 432 Mm -hmm. and I feel it in my bones. I feel the difference. I really do. I know there's some musicians out there listening to this damning us hippies to heaven but it's, it just feels better. I don't know amen. And, and so I'm guessing that you play your music in 432 right. A
1: lot of my recorded and, and live music is is often in 432. There's other tunings I explore into. Yeah. Uh, other frequency bands that'll I'll just intuitively tune a little bit up or a little bit down. And then sometimes yeah. with the soundlight music, I'm not really uh, in any tuning. I'll just start singing and start right. looping, and I you could like measure that on a frequency bandwidth, and maybe it's four forty four, or maybe it's you know four twenty eight, and sure. it's there's a lot of different frequencies that are yet uh, unexplored, and we don't really have the science around them. But there's let's just say there's a lot of ways in and out of the realm, and so different keys will get mm-hmm. you into different places. So yes, the four thirty two is yes. is definitely. Um, Kind of a home base because it's it's in resonance uh with the earth uh with with mm-hmm. you know what is said to be measurable um harmonics of the earth itself that that's a really like a home base frequency it feel it, that's why it feels good right and yet yeah i would just suggest for anyone listening to not get too in your head about it and do exactly what you just said really tune into mm-hmm. what feels good for you tune into what feels right yeah. and there are some people who are uh, producers that i know who are like i don't know 432 just sounds flat to me I, like the like the sure. when i'm a, a little bit brighter even a little above 440 like in the 444 a 444 is a great one right mm-hmm. and you, you tune yep, tune a little bit absolutely. up notice that that might that might make you feel a certain thing so just explore and you know, don't get too locked in. Uh, but once you find what works, <laughs> just go for that. You know, I, I think that we, Absolutely. you know, we need to understand there's many paths in one mountain, and as long as we're in tune with Absolutely. the mountain, you know, we we got a lot to learn from each other.
0: And you, you know, the fact is that the intention of playing in a more harmonious and more and spirited uh, tonality. Is another thing that just automatically makes tuning to 432 um mm-hmm. more enjoyable. It gives it that energy, it mm. feeds it. And and just kind of how I was saying earlier as we're exploring mm-hmm. language, I didn't expect to do this, it's so brilliant, as as I was reflecting earlier on the word fuck and how I would, you know, how that la- that that word has mm-hmm. been charged with so much energy yeah. so many times. I mean, if we said you know, if we grew up, right, let's just use a, a microscopic expression of this to the macro. If we grew up and we heard the word fuck and it was said in the most beautiful mm-hmm. way and it was used in this very intentional, mm-hmm. beautiful way, like we it's very difficult for us to even try to imagine yes. this right now, but the word fuck would be a, a beautiful, fuck you know it would be this beautiful yeah like word every to say time it was said share.
1: they there they would bring flowers out and place them on the table and everyone says yeah. fuck so that every time you think about it you yeah. associate it with flowers <laughs> as an example yeah keep going yeah exactly
0: and beautiful yeah. smells and and the colors yes and but you know and we think about god right god mm-hmm. creator spirit that word you know We don't get angry and say, God, what we do, you know, oftentimes, Mm -hmm. God damn it, right? But we don't, we don't, we don't get very angry and say, love, you know, spirit, (laughs) you know, it's not something that we say. Those words have been charged with Mm. something else. And so collectively as a species, I think it's, I think you're absolutely, you're spot on with this. And for me, it's time, it feels time Mm. for me, so it must be time for us all to kind of get in touch with. You know the words that we're speaking like you're saying but really just kind of ixnay mm-hmm. words and i even s- spoke about that with my my partner the other day i was like i think we need a cuss mm. jar you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> legit i think i need a cuss jar that i have to put like 50 bucks into right because, you know like i'm really losing money here if i if i keep it up and uh and you know whoever whoever pays the less gets to keep it <laughs> or something like that but you know that's kind of an intense way to, to go about it, but just being more intentional and mindful. And so I'm I'm super excited to check out the Vocal mm. Core Resonance, man. That's um, that's it, it's been something I've been considering the pro vocabulary for a, mm. for a while now. But just knowing you and your energy, uh, yeah. If you have a course, I, I want it. <laughs> right enjoying. on, man. Well, um, you know it's it, yeah, brother. There's course.
1: one more thing I'd love to share about about language that occurs to me as you were just sharing that story. Um which is it's kind of a deep thing, but I, I did become aware at at one point along the journey, um, and I was shown visually how this works that if you take the if you take the entirety of a, a language like the alphabet, because English is, is uh English and the angels that it's angles of light. So this is actually what we're speaking mm-hmm. is um, you know somebody created this language somebody created these these letters and these, these sure. angles uh, but if you look at other um, other languages that are not necessarily um, phonetically uh, based like written languages like Chinese Japanese Hebrew these are these are the, the shapes that they're writing are are not what the words are saying right they're, they're shapes they're more holographic and even hieroglyphic um, you know Related, mm-hmm. where the shapes give meaning to each other, dependent upon what other uh, shapes or symbols they're placed next to. It's not what you say is not what you're reading. You're reading shapes that that um, that have sound. Creative. Whereas with English, what you read and what you say are the same thing, right? So there's just take a look at those languages that are mm. symbol based, right? little more holographic great. and then you those know. that are um based on these on these angles on on the the language of the mm-hmm. angels so that's one thing now take a, a language let's just say english and take all of the letters of that alphabet and superimpose them all on top of each other so that the a to b this all the way to z is mm-hmm. all in one area that would form a codex mm-hmm. of every possible angle or every shape that 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 language makes it would be the codex of the language there's a word for this that, that I'm, I'm blanking on right now but there's a word for that that wow. um you might say that sigil that contains every letter of a particular alphabet or language now that sigil is a is a, a very powerful um spell and and it's there are those who who believe that um, there are, you know, very powerful beings, whether they be, um, you know, wizards or magicians or nefarious, nefarious or not. <laughs> uh, beings or just really, really, you know, powerful um, uh, entities that, that attain certain levels of consciousness that infuse themselves into a shape that became a language that we literally keep them alive by speaking the bones of their body. Oh, as these angles so it's an interesting thought if nothing else i'm not saying that this is true or not true but w- what is interesting and why i bring this perspective up and this in telling this story is because language is very much a a system that once we interact with it it's like we're interacting with uh a realm or even a being and that's why certain languages have almost like a personality to them and so again you know there's a little bit of a theme that's been coming through our conversation today of of looking you know behind sinking back into the intention behind the words feeling the energy behind the wind and even with a language itself a language has a soul and so it would actually behoove us all to to just take a day and Instead of speaking words, just speak sounds and, and make up gobbledygook, mm. funny, you know, like, <laughs> And like play with sounds without getting in your way and notice that you can communicate so much without spelling the words yeah. because we're, we're tracking something way deeper than the words here. And yet... Sometimes, by even just using mm-hmm. the words, we keep ourselves in these little loops. In these, in, we keep ourselves mm-hmm. in these tracks and we keep attracting and spelling uh, situations into our lives again and again. It's like, huh, I've experienced this one before. Why am I experiencing this again? Even though I said I didn't want to do this, here I am experiencing this again, whether it be a similar kind of relationship mm-hmm. or a similar pattern with money or a similar pattern with our, you know, something that keeps happening in our lives. And notice. The way that you use words or the way that words are using you. And take a, that's why the sound light um, music, just to come back to sound and music, is so powerful for me. And I'm grateful to hear that, you know, there's those like yourself who, who are also connecting to it and experiencing uh, some benefits from from listening to it. But the reason it was so powerful for me is because there are no words in sound light, it's all mm-hmm. uh, pre music. It's it's uh, post language. It's it's something that exists outside of the angles of light and is more of an arc angle uh, technology. It's where the where it's more of a spherical way of attuning to the pathways of sound, is not being stuck inside of these boxes and letters, but more in this uh, loops and bands of light. So the band of light. Uh, is mm. is the name of a, you know the, the musical project I started in 2004 and that's kind of the overarching intention in, in playing and exploring with sound is just to be in uh, in open flowing spaces together that we can explore and connect and feel without the um, without the boxes uh, of, of limitations around what's been done before. And so I know that's all a mouthful. Um, but I just wanted to to name a couple of those those pieces I was tracking as you were sharing uh, that story. So thanks for letting me speak all that.
0: Absolutely, thank you so much for sharing all of that, brother. My gosh, the codex you, you just started to blow my mind open. When's the retreat, bro? <laughs> I'm I'm so serious. When Let's I go. Ask you that question. I will I will come to Kauai tomorrow to spend a week with you and learn from you, bro. I'm not awesome. kidding at all. Um, yeah, seriously, amazing, amazing, amazing. Like I want to just continue this podcast for the rest <laughs> of time. To be totally honest with you, everybody listening, thank you, thank Elijah for blessing us with this this knowledge. And I'd love to go deeper into this, man. I know we don't have much time left, but if if you'd like, if there's one thing that you could leave everyone and myself listening with mm. right here at the end what would it be mm. there's anything that you could teach or share or guide us through anything mm. at all thanks for asking you know of course
1: it occurs to me that at the beginning and at the end of, of every expression that it really is the power and the practice of presence that uh, is the most magnetic place that draws me home so i just want to you know, acknowledge uh, through this presence, uh, you your your big beautiful heart, uh, your your open mind and your receptivity to my kind of wandering through uh, your questions, and I appreciate your your patience and connection in this in this um, this call. I also just want to name everyone who's listening to really uh, thank you for your presence and for the way that you're leaning in and. Um, and drawing closer to this flame because the presence recognizes the presence in each other. It's We call it God, we call it, the, we call it universe, we call it source. We have many words for it based on our comfort zone and how we want to wrap this experience of the presence in language. But if you were to just get naked for a moment and realize that we're all here sharing the breath, we're all here sharing this experience, we're all here breathing in and out and contributing through our consciousness and both what we are receiving and what we're contributing into this field uh, we are a part of steering this planet in its course and into um you know into the future and i i feel just to say that if we were to simply rest into the presence and let its wisdom guide us then even just that one small attunement and and kind of just Using whether it be a few tone homes throughout the day, or just a a simple act of pausing for a moment and reflecting on what you're grateful for, can be enough to kind of drop you back into your seat of power of letting this presence find an expression through you. And I know I've I've Mm -hmm. talked a lot, you know, in the last hour, but but it's not so much of like the the information and the electrical excitement of the mind that is most compelling to me it's it's actually the the act of slowing down connecting more deeply to our heart-centered uh awareness and letting our behaviors start to flow from that space which is just another way of saying uh let's move and groove in presence family let's let's do this you know and and help guide those around us back into their hearts too even just by acknowledging like how good does it feel, man, to just be acknowledged for who you are, man? You're sitting there, you're doing this podcast. You reached out to me and were like, "Bro, I want to have you on my podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, let's go," and like that's that's something I want to acknowledge you. Like, you took the initiative to call this energy into your life, and you could have just, you know, kept scrolling, mm. but you you reached out and made this happen. And now, all the people who are listening to this. Mm-hmm. Are, are blessed from this connection that you and I are having. So that's the power of the presence, just listening, flowing with it, mm-hmm. trusting it. And I just want to invite everyone to take a big, deep breath and empty out all the visions and, and news stories and things that you've heard today and just really feel the beauty of your presence and where that connection comes from and where it's mm-hmm. going and trust that it knows where it's going so love you all thank mm. you Aho. Aho.
0: Ah, lovely yes trust the presence trust your intuition trust your compass I think it's something that we've been really initiated into in the past couple of years and super grateful for you brother coming on and sharing all your medicine and magic and man I, I really hope to do this again sometime um, and I know that I'll be talking to you <laughs> very for soon for sure um, I would I, I'm really grateful for the connection brother so thank you so much where can everybody get in touch with you one more time on Instagram yeah so website, my Instagram
1: I right? have noticed that of all the choices of social media that tends to be the one place I'll check into um, in my day and, and that's uh, Elijah Ray Music is my Instagram so you can go to mm-hmm. Elijah Ray Music there you can also go to ElijahRayMusic.com uh, and sign up for the mailing list and I've got some really exciting um, things I'll be announcing to kinda of the the inner circle of the band of light soon um, a new platform that's coming up uh, there's definitely a new um, a product that I've been developing an alchemy uh, drink called jewel juice I can't wait to share with everybody this next year uh, there's courses and, and a couple retreats coming as well in the next year so definitely stay in touch um, and Um, yeah big love from my heart to yours appreciate you
0: awesome thank you so much brother all right everybody have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day or night or morning wherever you are and we'll see you next time much love hey there family and thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed this episode then i invite you to go and leave a five-star review with some words of love and encouragement i read each and every review each and every comment, so you know that I'm gonna feel that love in my heart and reflect it right back to you. Reviews are so important. They bring a big smile to my face. They motivate me and inspire me. So if you enjoyed the episode, please go let me know. And don't forget to go show our sponsors some love, guys. Our sponsors are amazing. They're amazing people with amazing products, amazing missions, and I love them. I buy every single product that sponsors this podcast, and I love each and every one of them. And I know you will, too. There's only one way to find out. So go check them out, guys. They're going to be incredible, super transformational, and it's just such a blessing to do this work in the beautiful Red Rocks of Sedona. So that's connectandevolve.com forward slash retreats. Also, we have our breathwork facilitator trainings happening all year long. And they're the six-week online powerhouse trainings where you learn how to share the power of the breath with the world and make a living doing it. We also have our quantum coaching and all the other healing offerings that we have there at connectandevolve.com. So go check it out, guys. In the meantime, I love you all. So, so much gratitude for each and every one of you. Remember that you are the light and that we are the keepers of the new earth. This is our time to shine, family. So go out there and thrive. Until next time, be blessed. Peace.